Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 93 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today's going to be an eye-opening episode. It was for me as we delve into the nationwide campaign to limit the influence of hunters in crafting wildlife policy. From their efforts to restructure state game commissions to advocating for a new wildlife system, a new wildlife management system based on the public trust doctrine. We're going to explore the different ideas as they underwrite the movement and potential impact that it could have in the future of hunting and conservation. So I recently came across an article, um, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, just for sheer entertaining fact, but also the fact that he brings in so much diversity from all over. It's kind of the direction that I'd like to go. It's the Meat Eater podcast. There was an article put on it by Jordan Sillers, and he wrote, Inside the Campaign to Divorce Hunters from Wildlife Policy. I'm going to put it in the link or in uh, the information for this podcast. And if you haven't taken a look at it, you ought to read it. But I'm just going to kind of break it down, what it talks about. There is a nationwide movement to influence the, uh, the hunters in wildlife policy. There's efforts being made to restructure state game commissions to be less responsive to hunters. They're trying to put people that are more friendly to... Um, they're trying to put organizations that are anti-hunters on there that are more PETA friendly or, and what these guys are doing is ultimately hoping to get rid of, and they've done it in a lot of states. What they're hoping to do is get rid of hunting altogether. And so what they're going to start doing is they're going to start limiting the way you can do hunts. They're going to go after things that are highly controversial and get those limited first. And then they're going to start pushing for other things. You've seen it in multiple States. California's one, uh, they got rid of using bears or using bears, using dogs to hunt bears and cougars. And they're getting rid of that in most of Oregon and Washington, if they haven't already done it as well as back East and what they're putting these guys in charge and they're getting more and more people is to limit how much say. There is the Wildlife for All Environment, and they are a nonprofit. And what they're trying to do is replace the current system of wildlife management and with one that's based on the public trust doctrine. And that public trust trust doctrine traditionally has been more to represent non-consumptive users versus the wildlife industry. And what they're saying is if there's only 20% of the state that hunts and all these are things are being done for 20%, then we should do more for the rest. The North American model of wildlife conservation has been successful for over the last 80 years. And hunters and anglers contributing around $25.5 billion for different species, wetlands, and whatnot. But recent legislation seeks to change the North American model by requiring representatives from wildlife preservation as well as passive wildlife recreation communities to serve on state wildlife advisory commissions. Now, a lot of states already have these, but what they could start doing is they could start requiring it to be once they get them on the board, they could start saying, okay, now we need a full representation. So if 80% of the state is non-consumptive, then we're going to have to put 
eight members of the board that are non-consumptive versus two percent two members of the board that are for wildlife hunting and so what that would start to do is it would start to change and they would start limiting and you would see a big controversy there. Washington State is a hot spot for this issue, with some of the members of the Wildlife Commission seeking to change the overarching principles of how game is managed in the state. I, I understand these people don't like hunting. The one challenge that they're gonna face is you have to manage the wildlife. If not, you're gonna see insurance rates go through the roof. As more and more deer are hit on the roads, as you're gonna have, uh, like we saw in Ustvardensplassen, you're gonna have mass die-offs and the public is just gonna be upset. So then you're gonna introduce predators into the system and the predators are then going to start pushing animals into areas where you've never seen them before. Elk are now going to be in the middle of these urban environments and you're going to have more wildlife conflict. Not to mention that if you're introducing predators, um, I've heard that brown bears or grizzlies are on the talk of being brought back into the Sierra Nevadas as well as being reintroduced into Colorado. If you start bringing those in, that adds just a whole new uh, problem that you're going to face with uh, a lot of people being in an area with grizzlies. There's just problems. That's just the way it is. There are several other states that have introduced legislation to limit the influence of hunters, and there are groups, hunting groups, that support aspects of the agenda to broaden the advisory voice of how wildlife is managed. Now, they're, you're trying, everybody's trying to get everybody to work together, and they think if they can get more people on board to see their side as well as understand the other side, then they can get this whole cooperation. But there's just some groups that their whole goal is not to work together. They're gonna to tell you they're gonna work with you, and then when you bring them in, they're gonna push you out of the way. The efforts to change the composition of state game agencies will make it easier for extractionist behavior. Once you have, uh, like the RAC committee here in, in in Utah, once you get a lot of people on there who are against hunting, your ability, because it's not the wildlife agencies that pass the hunting laws, it's these committees. And once you get more and more people on these committees who are going to be anti-hunting, anti-management, more of that rewilding aspect you're going to have a lot, you're going to have a more difficult time being able to manage the wildlife, in my opinion. Commissions can be politicized against hunters in favor of landowners or outfitters or over public land users. So who are the players that are going to be in play? You're going to have advocacy groups and the one who are lining the pockets of everybody else, the one who has the most money usually wins out. Right now, hunters are really winning out. The gun industry is still winning. But I don't think in for too long that's going to change. It's going to change because there's so much pressure. I think that's why everybody was so, and, it, and the wolf topic here in Wyoming is so controversial and out west, is ranchers and hunters see this as one way and the... Groups from back east see it as another way, and the groups from back east are lined deeply. 
but you're going to start seeing conflicts uh, with when they start changing the management of animals. They're going to start advocating for a reduction in tags, and that's going to bring more controversy. You're going to have more vehicle collisions as well as more controversy with ag. Now, ag is already under attack because cows fart. So you've got ag being attacked not only by advocacy groups that are trying to do with away with farming and cattle and those different practices, but now they're going to be on the boards that control how much depredation. So if you are experiencing a problem in your field, the state can come in and help you move those animals through hazing or giving out permits or tags. And once these people sit on these committees, you, you'll you start seeing a reduction. I think when you get more non-consumptives on a board than you do hunters and ag, you're going to have, the first thing they're going to go out, go after, I think, is bears and cougars. They're polarizing topic. Everybody loves them. Everybody wants to Everybody wants to have a picture with them. They're just captivating. That's just what predators are. And so depredation and the amount of sheep they kill, and then they come in and kill those cougars that are taking the sheep, you're going to have a reduction in those tags until they won't be able to uh, remove those animals at all, which then in turn will change ag practices. And there's just a whole host of issues that come with this. In the end, hunters should show up at the commission meetings, build relationships, combat misinformation about hunters used to advocate for hunting policies. This is such an interesting, and it, I've actually seen it. There is a, a group out there, and I'm not going to name names because I don't have enough money, and if I get sued, then <laughs> this podcast will be no more. But uh, there's a group out there that I, I talked to a lady who represents this group, and she went around and she was going to all the different states and their wildlife boards. And they were sitting in these meetings, not saying a word, but they were sitting in these meetings. And what they were doing is they were listening and looking and determining whether a state was ready for advocacy in that group. And then they would go and attack it. So they had, it worked successfully in New York for bear hunting. It had worked successfully in New Jersey for bear hunting. And they had been on the West Coast in California. They were successful in some of their things there, as well as Oregon and Washington. And it was interesting to, talk, to listen to her because that's her whole job was to go around and see which areas were ripe. And at the time, they were pushing mountain lion hunting, and they were coming up with new regulations. And they brought in five or six people, and they wrote articles in the paper, and their whole goal was to just stir up and create controversy. And then once they created a split or controversy amongst the majority, then they could go in and tack it and get the regulation they wanted. Super interesting article that, that uh, Jordan Sillers has done inside the campaign to divorce hunters from wildlife po policy it's on uh, the meat eater webpage uh, if you haven't read it go take a look all right you guys stay wild have a great day